Welcome back to Ball Talk. Ball Talk. Ball Talk. Altuve has just set the Astros. Listen, we're not there yet. Bounces backwards. Tyler Page. It's recovered. Give them God bless and beat them out of Bama. A special team's miscue. This has been Devin, Wes, Harry, and Jenna with Ball Talk. Ball Talk. Ball talk. Ball talk. Ball talk. All right, we have got a series of events to go on, and not a series of unfortunate events. A throwback to that old episode. It's actually a very good, positive events, in my opinion. Yeah, just a lot, a lot of good of, things going on. A, a lot of good things. A lot of wins. We'll break it down. We'll start out with about the King McGregor is back with respects to Khabib, and we're going through men's and women's basketball, both of them got a dub, and possibly the Super Bowl. We're going to talk about that a little bit. So, let's start with the McGregor fight. I saw it live and in action. Uh, you guys, did you just see the video I sent you? Yeah, the only reason that I saw it, well, actually, I was in the hut watching some of the earlier, some of the, like, earlier fights, mm-hmm. but I the only reason I saw the actual McGregor fight was because you sent it in the... Ball talk yeah, that. I ripped that thing off of Twitter real <laughs> fast. Funny story is I uh, screen recorded off of someone's post, and like 30 seconds later, that post was taken down from UFC. I'm like, oh, snap. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. Nice. Full 40-second fight is saved on my phone. If you didn't see the fight, it was good. Did you watch the Holly Holm fight before that? No, I, I think she, I, she was she was good. I, I don't remember what fights I saw. I kind of wasn't paying attention. Gotcha. But uh, I, I do remember... I, the fights that I did, was watching was just were not interesting. I'm like, I'm just gonna go back to my room. It's oh, I got gotcha. you. Yeah, the McGregor fight was obviously incredibly hyped up between him and Cowboy Cerrone. Um, it was supposed to be McGregor's comeback fight after retirement. I had said previously, if he lost his fight, it's time to hang up the gloves. But he had come out with a much different tone. Normally, he's with all this big pizzazz, the billionaire walk that he dubbed, um, loud mouth. Kind of a jackass, honestly, if I'm able to say that on air. He, he's, he's pretty rude most of the time. Although he's my favorite fighter, he's definitely a jerk. But this fight, it was a lot different. He didn't insult the guy ever. He didn't do the billionaire walk. He was never loud. The, he actually respected Serena, and he fought ten times better than I've ever seen him fight. So that was refreshing to see for McGregor. Everybody knows him as, like, the Irish pimp, basically. Yeah, I mean... I'm not really that like I don't really pay attention to fighting that much. Mm-hmm. Uh, but from what I know about Conor McGregor, he's just very loudmouthed and disrespectful. And the one fight that I do know him from is was it Khabib that knocked him out and then proceeded to fight his? Like, yeah, that was definitely yeah. the Khabib oh, fight. Khabib is a it. scary, I, scary man. Oh, uh, Khabib chef's is, kiss. Everybody <laughs> said the king is back with McGregor, and then Khabib had a statement actually a week later saying the king never left with him in a training video. I'm like, that is terrifying. Oh. <laughs> I was like, that is so oh. cool, though. I love it. Yeah, I, I love so Khabib. Good. I like McGregor just because I love his, pers- his Irish person. It's just he's so cool, but Khabib is honestly the best fighter in UFC. Um, but I loved that fight a lot just because my dude got the win. Um, and it was cool to see McGregor actually win and not just, like, piss on his opponent. He actually went over and hugged the guy and helped him up. Like, 
it looked like a completely different fighter, a completely different McGregor era, is I think what we're seeing. Which is a big deal for combat sports, because McGregor was the biggest face. Everybody wants to fight him because there's so much money involved when they fight him. Right. Uh, which also leads to the controversy. A lot of people think this fight was staged. You guys saw the video just at first glance. Do you think it could be staged? No. <laughs> I don't... I think that it takes a lot of effort to stage a fight, and I don't think that would have been staged. Yeah. Just because, I mean, like, sure, it was a short fight, but that happens all the time, from yeah. what I can from what I can tell. Um, it it didn't look staged to me, but I really have no knowledge about that. I get that. So like, if think if like it, WWE stage. Well, okay, if it was staged, they did a really good job with it, but mm-hmm. I just don't think it was staged. I don't. I think you uh, UCF, right? Yeah, uh, UCF. You, yeah, I think UCF. Well, UFC, sorry. I was like, what? <laughs> no. I you just totally got yeah, UFC I'm, definitely. I'm sorry. I'm in like You're good. American conference mindset. So that UC, uh, yeah. UFC takes themselves way too seriously to even be involved in that kind of yeah. fight staging stuff. So I think that they wouldn't even they wouldn't even touch that with like anything. What about you, Jenna? What do you what do you think it was a possibility it could have been staged or no? I mean, no, not really. But I don't really care enough to care if it was though Mm -hmm. so there's that i did enjoy um listening to everybody's takes who were in ufc who are into ufc Mm -hmm. um because i don't care so listening to other people be excited about things was the only way to get me like excited about it so like seeing you um at like 11 o'clock and no at like one in the morning <laughs> hopping in the group chat Dude. to be like oh my god he won uh, and he won in 40 seconds and i was like oh i, I got it. <laughs> oh, yeah. cute. i was at my first day at work on the job and like i i thought i was gonna miss it because it all started at 10 p.m and the i thought the fight was gonna start 10 p.m so i just fly over to b-dubs and there's like no room in there i walk in i'm like trying to get around all these big people just <laughs> everywhere and eventually i sit down with the, this nice group of people um and you know from there i was able to watch it and not just line up on the walls or crowd in around the front desk um but i had never heard buffalo Wild wings louder than that because he came out of the gate tried to do a superman punch cowboy Cerrone caught him and then immediately mcgregor's bashing his shoulder into the guy's face blood's everywhere within the first 10 seconds which is exactly what ufc fans love and then a freaking roundhouse kick to the face, and then it's all over. And it was just everything McGregor fans could want, everything a Cowboy fan could not prevent. Yeah. Yeah. Um, there were, so, let's see. Some guy on Twitter posted, like, the crowd's reaction, like, up mm-hmm. in the stadium. He, it was some like, I don't know what this dude does, but he's in, like, a suit, and he looks, like, real posh. Um, <laughs> looks, like, really out of place. And he's sitting there, and he's, like, recording it, and he's like, oh. Mm, he's like making all the faces because he's like really watching and then like you see when like i almost like the beep you can see when cowboy kind of like starts to get like pummeled because yeah. the crowd starts to get like a little antsy because they're like wait, wait what's gonna happen and then the moment like that i guess that roundhouse kick happens the crowd just like jumps and the guy in the suit he's like whoa so he's also <laughs> freaking out but there's like just like like this small little splatter of people behind him who's just kind of like mm. <laughs> and I was like, y'all are either cowboy fans or y'all are pissed that y'all paid sixty dollars to exactly. Well, I'm not. Well, I'm, it's probably more to be in the stadium. Yeah, but it's probably it's sixty mad. for pay per view. Yeah, yeah, it's sixty for pay per view. So it's probably like maybe four hundred dollars for his ticket. Oh man. I mean, I guess, I guess it'd be nice. I guess it was worth it considering how you. 
I'm, I'm assuming if you buy tickets to the UFC game, you're there for all the games. So maybe it's worth it in that aspect. Or sorry, all the fights, not the games, for all the yeah. fights. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, I guess if you were going just to see this this fight, it might be worth money. Because yeah. right. yep. I know I know people who they bought like the whole package and they're like, all right, this is cool. But then people who bought who spent sixty dollars to watch a forty second fight, they're like, you know what? You know what? No, it's there like, was well. uh, also the fact that there was a lot of because Conor McGregor jumped up a weight. He used to be one fifty five. Now he's one seventy. And there was a lot of champs in that weight division that came there to see what this fight would be about. Some of them had beat Cerrone. Some of them had lost to Cerrone. Cerrone is known as kind of a wild fighter. He'll either knock you out or get his freaking rear end whipped. Um, he's so inconsistent. So everybody just wanted to see how McGregor would hold against him. But the rule kind of is if you're in that weight, you don't cheer. You just go there. You watch it. You kind of act bored. Like, like you know, they're not, they're not go- as good as everybody's making them out to be. So that was another bit. You might have seen one of them because I know there was one of them, the current champ at 170. He was like yawning into the camera uh, when they panned it to him after he won. So maybe yeah, that. Maybe that. But um, I, obviously people probably would be mad. I knew a lot of people were mad for buying pay-per-view. And like, yeah, the Holly Holm fight was good, but everybody wanted to see what, the, what happened with McGregor. And it lasted 30 seconds. And I was like, uh, I can imagine uh, being upset. Yeah, like, I, I listened to a podcast, and um, it's called The Read, which is, like, the complete opposite of this. It's black queer people. But <laughs> they, one of them, like, one of the hosts, Kazir, he's really into UFC. And just listening to his commentary on um, Connor going into this fight is so funny. I'll have to play, like, the little snippet of it for you guys afterwards, but it's hilarious. He's like, yeah, he's like... Usually, um, Connor's out there just being a dick, just exactly like completely, uh, completely that, ignoring all of the rules, um, uh, that is and just McGregor. doing what he wants to do. Um, but I think last year, um, when he got his ass hit, he was like, <laughs> he, he was did. like, I think last year when uh, when he got knocked out or whatever, and then uh, Khabib said, you know what, I gave it to you, now I'm gonna go give it to your friends, and hopped over that, um, <laughs> hopped over like the cage, and then Khabib's, and then I think also come with Khabib's friends hopped into the ring and started mm-hmm. beating up it McGregor. It was a Russian so, pimp fight versus the Irish pimp fight. Yeah, so dope. they were like, um, <laughs> so after that, he was just like, he's like, you know, Connor, I think Connor uh, found the Lord. Um, <laughs> exactly. Because like, he came in to the fight, he was respectful. He was talking about just having mad respect. Um, I think he wanted to get his money and not get any fines. So uh, <laughs> I was like, yeah. sounds about right. Yeah, I, I believe I, it. I really think, the, like I said, it's a new era of McGregor. W- off of what he said, it was different. See, I'm half wanting to see who he fights next. Um, Mayweather already started talking stuff, and everybody's like, Mayweather, you've been in retirement like six times. You won your fight. Everybody knows it was staged. Calm down. Um, no respect to disrespect to Mayweather. He's I the mean, best boxer May- ever, Mayweather, I think. I mean, like, if they have a boxing fight, Mayweather's going to win again. No, they're thinking start. Mayweather in the octagon. Mayweather is the one of the best boxers Oh no, no, he was, it was one. In, it was in the was social media, Twitter oh. stuff. He was talking about it. Um, Mayweather boxing. Mayweather is one of the best boxers of all time. Uh, but Octagon, I don't know. He was also calling out Khabib. So, and you don't really want to call out the wrestler who's also the champ in like four different ways. <laughs> no, you don't. But <laughs> you, you know don't. what? Men don't make good decisions sometimes. Yep, and we will close it on that. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's a great <laughs> that's exactly way. To end. We'll that's end a great it. way to end the the fighting. And off segment. that, we'll end up with ladies first. Jenna, do you want to segue us into the ladies win? On basketball. And that's not. Where, oh yes, that's where we. I was like, that's not where we were going, but yes, that is where <laughs> we were going. That's exactly where I told you to go. <laughs> Hello. So, 
As we talked about last week, the women were on a severe losing streak. Drought. Um, yeah. Starting back in November with, let's count them. Do you want to? <laughs> no, I don't. But I have, but I'm looking at the screen and it's let's one, two, three, four, five, six. Six losses, and then you have two wins in December, and then one, two, three, three more, four, five losses until the win we had on Tuesday against ECU. So I know I said let's count them, and that was kind of um, a rude way to say it, but you had to because two times, had to do it to two them. times they lost um, at the beginning of this year in overtime, and it could have easily been something that they could have taken home. Those That was the Temple and the Tulane games, respectively, that we talked about last week. Mm-hmm. Um, I know I mentioned that we were going to play UConn over uh, the weekend, and I know all of you unanimously listened in, to my commentary and laughed as you guys drank your espressos. Um, yes, I know I am an optimist, but yes, we listened. the next loss we had, um, was which was on the 19th of January, right before MLK Day. So, I mean, I guess we had a moments of peace afterwards. Um, they lost 92 to 34. Um, and when we go into that was, that was a rough game. just looking at the, <laughs> like, how they did, it's just, uh, it's kind of just how it always goes. Um, so, they only made four out of the 30 free throws no three pointers they went up they put up um of the free throws they got none so if you don't get any free throws you don't put any free throws up and then um they only made 15 out of the 58 like points they put up if that makes sense of course shots they put up they only made 15 out of the 58 shots they put up um which again is not good but it's something. And then we had no text um, this game, which was good. Um, or we're not even going to look at what UConn did, because I feel like that's just rubbing salt into a wound. So moving on to Tuesday night's game against ECU, where we won 58-56. We won by two points. That was a really good game from what I heard. Did either one of you make it? Because I could not. I kept up with it on Twitter after I saw the score at halftime. I, but I wasn't driving. I was getting cold and sleety around this time. Okay. Yes, yeah. I did not. I think yeah. I was in my bed, and then I fell asleep, and then I woke up, and it was 3 in the morning, and there was snow everywhere. I, um, yeah, I, I have to believe I was asleep. Yes. Mm-hmm. So that's no um, dig at the women's basketball team. I was sick, so I went home and went to bed. Um, so field goal-wise, they scored they, out of the 72 shots they put up. They made 21 of them for a 29.2%. Um, field goal percentage, which is pretty low, and that needs to be higher. Their free throw percentage was pretty good. They put up 14 free throws and made 10 of them with a 71.4%, which is still pretty good. We still kind of want it like a, like four percentage points higher. We get like a 75%, and we'll be A-OK. Um, Three-point percentage, they put up 14. Um, sorry. Yeah, they put up 14 free. Wow. I want to say free so bad. They put up 14 three-pointers. Only made four of them for a 28.6 percentage points for that. Um, I don't know what's going on with everyone. I'm looking at the wrong people. <laughs> I, was I just say, realized. I was you know what? Say. We're going to like take a moment of silence to just 
talk about how um, sometimes they want to put to you first, and other times they put to you last. They put the home team on second. No, not always. Uh. Not always. Every time I've looked, sometimes when Tulsa wins, they put them at the bottom. But I'm talking so that I know where to cut when I go back and edit this. Anyway, uh, okay. so I'm going to pause and take a break. Okay, I know where to cut now. <laughs> anyway, so back to what I was saying. Out of the field goal percentage, they actually put up 45 points out of they put up 45 shots out of the 45. They made 20 of them for a 44.4 percentage on field goals, which is pretty good. We would like that to. I would like you to make out of 50 of 50 percent of your shots. That would be like just like the best the best option um free throws they put up 17 they made um sorry three pointers they put up 17 made six so that's a 35.3 percentage we'll get back to that because i feel like three pointers have been lacking for both men and women this season yes um i don't really know what's in the tulsa water but we need to get out of it Quickly. They're scared of the arc. Yes. So then free throw wise, out of the fifteen that they were given, they made or fifteen points they could have made, whatever. They made twelve of them for an eighty point percentage. And that is Chef's Kiss, very great. I'm glad to see that we're actually making the free throws that were being given because when you're basically given free opportunities to make free points, when you miss them, kind of feels like shit. Anyway, so I think that is all I can say for that. I do know my favorite player, like I mentioned all the time, Kayla Mutri played for 28 minutes and going to, I think they took it off the Instagram, but they had it on the ins- women's, um, no, they still have it on. Kayla Mutri made a huge impact, like right off the bench on um, Tuesday night's game with a career high of 19 points, four assists, and three blocks. So she came out the gate. And one steal. With the wow. fire. Yes. She did very good. Yes. Kayla's always known for giving really good assists. And so usually when she comes off the bench, that's what she's doing is she's helping with assists. She's helping get the ball in her her point guard's hands. She's keeping the ball away from other players. There was a video that I think is still on the Instagram where um, Lex is going to put up, I want to say, just a regular layup or whatever. Or no. And ECU girl's going to put up a layup. And Kayla just, like, smacks the ball out of her hand as she's going I, I saw that. That and was, I was like, it was dirty. <laughs> I was like, that is what we like to see. Well, as cool as I saw, both the men and women block, block similar plays. Yes. It, it was just, it was a good night. <laughs> yes. um, if you want to see what I'm talking about, you can go to Tulsa WW, sorry, Tulsa WW. Tulsa WBV on Instagram, and you can find all of the things that are coming up. There's also a really good picture for like that's um promoting tomorrow's game and it's Maddie Biddle looking like she's about to just flash dash across the court. It's really good. I'm about to show you guys. And then Kayla's like picking herself up off the grounds. I don't know what happened in the previous play, but like Maddie is like booking it. <laughs> but yeah, with that we're gonna trans Transition. I almost said transform. Transition <laughs> transform into the men's basketball team. <laughs> right. Um everybody everybody pick a player. Everybody pick a player. <laughs> I'll be the ball. I'm definitely picking one of the tall ones, man. Uh, <laughs> speaking of which, um, so I remember a couple months ago we were talking about like the men's uh team and just how like how tall all the boys are. And I was like, Yeah, there's like they're all I'm like, I guess 
And I remember being the um, stupid person that I was, was saying something like, uh, they're not that tall. Like, they're tall, but they're like, not that. All of them are not that tall. And then I most definitely went to the, um, this was the first men's basketball game I could actually go to this semester. Yeah. And then I slowly realized that our team has gotten taller. And yeah. that's why I, like, was so, when I was here, our team was, like, pretty well dispersed. Like, we had tall people. We had, like, average height people. And it was great. Um, now the shortest person on our team is six foot. Yeah. And uh, the tallest person is, like, what, seven something? Uh, Ugbo is a big, he's seven yeah, flat. He's, he's seven, a big man. seven flat. So I was like, oh. oh so I just lied to everybody on this podcast. <laughs> but yeah, so transitioning over to that, Harry, I'm going to let you take over for this Ooh. because I know we both were there, but they're tired of hearing my voice. So I was there. It was a it was a really fun game to watch. I went, this was the first game that I went to as well because I just haven't really gotten around to it. And I was like, oh, well, Memphis is a decent team, so I can watch some all right basketball, I suppose. Um, so right out the gate, Tulsa was just Ahead of Memphis and just ahead. Well, I mean, like, <laughs> well, okay. I mean, like you're talking the first few minutes. Well, the, well, the first few minutes there wasn't any scoring, and I was kind of like, oh, is it going to be one of these games? And then just like the scoring just continued. So took off. Uh, Tulsa stats, as far as that goes, uh, of the 54 field goals that Tulsa attempted, they made 27, which is 50 percent, which is a 50 percent field goal percentage. And of nice. the 24 threes they put up, they made eight of them. Hey, which is 33.3%. We've got a three-point game. I mean, of, I remember, I remember it was first, not a three-point game. In, in the first half, we drained like quite a few threes. I was like, oh, okay. Oh, really? Because yeah. I, I felt like we drained more in the second half. Yeah, I don't know what half. I'm talking about. The girls had a better three-point percentage than the yeah. guys. Yeah. So I... Yeah, Which is, but like, that. but it's not. That's not saying much because there's only like two percentage points I, higher. Three yeah. so. pointers have been a, a, apparent. Apparently, three pointers have been a struggle for both teams. I don't know why. Which yeah. I mean, like, it, I mean, because yeah. usually on girls you have Lex and Morgan, um, just usually sinking threes with Ken coming with Ken coming in and sinking um, threes occasionally. You know what I didn't mention. What was a long time ago? Um, was a w- the women's basketball game? I can't remember who they played. I think it was when the, it was what the game right before Christmas break. So it might have been. I don't remember who it was, but Kayla Mutri scored a last second shot from like half court. Oh, didn't mention that. But yeah, so that's how like, Some but this cool is stuff. how this is going. Like this is what they do. They're like good at making putting up these shots. But for some reason, this season, they're just well, not putting up the shots that they usually do. To play, I guess, devil's advocate a little bit here, maybe it's part of the game plan uh, to shoot just enough threes to throw off the other team's defense. So they don't think you're constantly crashing up the middle or through the paint or on the edge. Uh, so they're going to have to still run a defense that's going to guard the arc because obviously you put up eight or you put up ten. Um, or Well, shooting 24 at the same time, it's gonna keep the defense on their toes a little bit while you're doing the work that you're good at which is in the paint with your seven foot tall man well i mean <laughs> i mean as far as rebounds we 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 were really split on rebounds like we mm-hmm. had 37 rebounds they had 35 uh but the real i mean like we we essentially doubled their field goal percentage they had a 28.6 we had a 50 flat uh we they had a 9.5 percent Memphis did had a nine point five percent three point percentage, and we had a thirty three point three percent three point percentage. And really, where the where I think the real uh, discrepancy is what really lost Memphis the game is the turnovers. We had eleven, they had twenty. Also, our bench points were like our almost bench double. Were, their, our yeah. our bench whenever we 
threw in our uh, secondary, they came to play. We had five guys in double. So that was honestly really good. We had Jariah Horn leading it with 21. Then we had 11-10, 11-10. It was just really nice. Uh, and then, so just to go back, free throws of the 25 we shot, we hit 18 of them, which is a 72% free throw percentage, which is really good. Good. Less and than we ladies. had 37 rebounds, 12 assists, 8 steals, 4 blocks, 11 total turnovers, uh, no technical fouls. And at one point, we led by 41. And their largest lead was by 2. So, I mean, just all around, like, uh, Memphis, of the 21 threes they put up, they hit 2. Of the eleventh free throw they shot, they, they hit six. That's where they fell. They kept trying to push. They, of the, they of were, the fifty-six oh field goals they shot, they hit sixteen. What I get, was it? Were we playing? Because I remember turning tuning in the second half, the start of the second half, and I saw them in full court trap. I'm like, they are. They were doing everything they could, but Tulsa really wasn't running the same type of defense. They, it just was some stuff not falling for them, or was it our defense? Um, I'm not sure now. It, it definitely seemed like in the second half they were they were a little more coherent, uh, but it also was like I mean we had Tulsa was playing some blocks. good defense. We had four blocks. Uh, holy so God, maybe stuff that? just wasn't falling for them. Isaiah Hill had three steals, and then we had uh, five, yeah. six, we'll seven, eight, eight. So we had eight steals, four blocks. So I mean. It looks just like we had just a really good game. I mean, and Memphis just had a really we had, bad. We game. had a really good game. We scored forty points in the first half and forty points in the second half. I remember Dead sitting even. there. Remember sitting there, and it was seventeen to forty at the end of the half, and I'm like, oh no, this is where we fall. This is where because we lose. <laughs> I'm, I, because Jenna's told us, don't get your hopes up, and we they all will disappoint you. Have flashbacks to SMU Wait, from all last semester. To SMU, what are you about? Memphis. Oh, okay, don't put this totally. on me. Well, no, 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 no. no, no, no. It's, it's not, it's not, it's not on, on you. Men's basketball. It's not on you. But see, men's but basketball doesn't, doesn't do that as often as men's, fo- men's football. Football does. <laughs> um, so, yeah, I would say you have a better chance of if they're doing well, they're going to keep doing well. Unless it's against Wichita State, because for some reason, Wichita State, they just like to show off and then <laughs> lose. But... Yes, but I think you, the reason y'all are hearing so much excitement about this is because Memphis is like a is was is ranked. They were 20th. ranked. Memphis right they now were is ranked. Well, well, they were. But as like, of now, they're ranked twentieth in the country. Yeah, because the I'm assuming the rankings are going to update on Sunday. Um, so right now they're twentieth in the nation. I think Baylor, as we discussed, is first in the nation right now. Yes, which some of us are a little confused by, but it doesn't matter. Um, this, but this puts um, Tulsa at. Five and one, keeping us tied with Houston for first in the conference. Mm. Um, even though we did beat Houston like almost, but I think a week Houston or, beat or, Cincinnati. Yeah, well, Houston, Houston's overall record, they have two less losses than we do. I guess. Uh, I guess it makes sense. I understand. Yes, I but, understand, but I also but know rankings of, mean nothing. But in terms yeah, of conference, we are rankings we are tied don't for mean first. crap. If we can just hold the conference position and somehow win it. I think we do have a shot at March Madness. I think we have a shot. I think that regardless, shot, we have a shot at March Madness most seasons. I feel like regardless yeah. of the fact that we win conference with a season like this, as long as we don't tank, knock on wood, we have it's a shot in at the best, March Madness. I mean, like I, out of all else, I'd want a conference championship first, and then get to March Madness. But March Madness should be the goal, honestly. Yeah. Uh, if, at this point, just knocking <laughs> up number twenty like that. Like, yeah, that's like, <laughs> knock off number 20 by 40. Now, like, okay. that's huge. Like, just says, rankings don't mean crap. 
Obviously, as we've but, seen. I mean, so just to just to gloss over Memphis. Memphis has three had three losses heading into that game to number fourteen Oregon, to Georgia, and to number twenty three Wichita State. So they thought they were going to go like in. by margins of like they lost to Oregon by eight, they lost to Georgia by three, they lost to Wichita State by nine. Oh, and so by like less than ten points, they're competing with these solid programs, these really good teams, and then. They're like they, like before this game, they just beat up on Cincinnati sixty to forty nine, and then they come to Tulsa and get just get demolished. Oh, and if for those of you don't know, this game was confirmed as the biggest ranked win in history of Tulsa sports. Yeah, with the second yes, Mm -hmm. it's like the biggest. Well, it's not the biggest win; it's the second biggest win in Tulsa's history with um, the two thousand and twelve game where they defeated LSU. Um, we beat LSU. Yeah. So in 2012, Jeez. we beat LSU in the 2012 season opener, 110 to 54. Oh and my god! And that was a 56 point victory. So this is like the biggest win since then. Since then, so. yeah. So it was a big deal. But uh, obviously, massive. going off what you just said, Harry is uh, Memphis probably thought they were going to win this game. They were like, okay, this is an easier team. They're yeah. tied with us, but they lost to Cincy, uh, and they were ready to win, but uh, they weren't ready to play. <laughs> uh, I, def- I definitely think that they kind of. They were looking past us because after after us they have SMU, UCF, UConn, or yeah, UConn. They don't have any ranked teams on their schedule. They have Houston. It's conference play and, right yeah, now. Yeah, but it's conference um, play. They were probably looking past us, but I definitely think that we came ready to play. And if we keep playing like that, we definitely are going to have ourselves a successful season. Up next, honestly, uh, we got UConn this next Sunday. For some reason, very beatable team. I mean, they're favored for Why? some reason. I don't know. They they, they are one and four in conference. Ten eight right now. I know stuff happens in basketball. It's a long season. Well, look, Just stuff happens. If, um, we, if we click on the UConn game, I okay. checked. I checked today. UConn. They, their their power index has them winning the game seventy three percent. They have the time. big wins. They yeah, beat see? Buffalo and they beat Florida when they were number fifteen. This is ridiculous. That, uh, ESPN, check your crap, man. <laughs> ESPN. They beat they, okay. They beat big people, um, but they've also lost to like who's it's and what's it's. Uh, they lost to they lost. Well, they had they they beat Florida. They lost to Xavier by one. Number fifteen Xavier. Uh, number eighteen Xavier. <laughs> they lost to Wichita State. They lost, lost to, to Villanova. They lost to Houston. And South Florida. Ranked matchups. They're they're one in five, one and four. They lost matchups. to Houston. Yeah, who did they win? They won they against beat, Tulane. They beat they Ten. beat Florida. Ranked Florida. Yeah, they, that was yeah. But at the same but time, you can do so good last semester and then just tank, as we've seen before. Apparently, that happened last year. It did happen last year. But uh, that game is uh, Sunday. That game is Sunday, eleven a.m. on CBS. So, I mean, I, I feel like it will be a good game. I don't think it will be nearly the same score deficit as we've seen here. Although, I would like us to win by 40 points again. Hey, you know, anything can happen. But as long as that score doesn't end up backwards, again, knock on wood, uh, it's just, I think, uh, just, just win. Just, yeah. just win. <laughs> just, just, just win. Please. Eventually, I got stop analyzing. Just win. Yeah, I mean, if you want to look at what is going on on my, my laptop, I don't know what is going on. Um, I think if you want to look just at what's going on this season, so just like overall rankings, only two teams from the American Conference are in the top 25, with Houston being at 25 and Memphis being at 20. We beat both of those teams. Yep. So we have a chance 
to like maybe be ranked nationally for the that first time. We've never been ranked nationally. I'm saying for the first time with an asterisk because you know I only been here for five years. I don't know. Um, for the first true. time in five years, it, it'd at be least. hard yeah, though with the a thirteen six. I'm saying I'm not saying it's like super doable. I'm just saying it's possible for the first time in a really long time. It's definitely I mean, if, possible. If, if we keep playing like we've been playing. If we, I say give us, uh, if we win over Wichita. I mean. I say we'll have it. I'm pretty sure Devin can attest. Maybe Devin might not be able to test, but like. What's up? TU has had, well, men's basketball has had a reputation of being, when they go to the big NCAA conference before they do, before the season starts and they do all the polls and everybody picks who they think is going to be ranked this season, TU's almost always ranked last. Yeah, um, every time. Every single time. So, so much to the fact that one year Coach Hayes said, I'm not going Martins or whoever you guys can go. I think it might it might not have been Martins. It might have been whatever. But Coach Hayes was like, I'm not going because um, I know we're going to get out there. They're going to rank us They're last, like always. Us, yeah. And then by the time we get um, into the season, we're going to prove that we shouldn't, that we might not be um, the best, we but might, not yeah, last. We, yeah, we might not be like NCAA national rankings but we don't need to be ranked dead last in our own conference yeah um, i don't get how they because every year we prove them wrong i don't think i honestly can't remember to you was ranked last in basketball for men's basketball i don't remember the last time we were ranked last in american conference yeah i and think i think s- since then because i mean i can go look back at the i mean excuse me i just burped right into <laughs> it <laughs> um looking back we're on a like, four-game win streak right now, by the way. Yeah, we're on a four-week win streak. But Heck if you yeah. go back um, to the 2018-2019 season, we ranked—that's not our conference. We ranked um, that se- seventh. We were ranked seventh. No, we were ranked eighth last season in the American Conference. Weren't yeah. last. Weren't last. I mean, we weren't like we were. We're about average because we're like kind of in the middle. Yeah. But. Which is very TU thing. Which is yeah. Yeah, I mean, I definitely think that the school has a reputation of being more academic than than athletic. And I like that. I appreciate that. Which I mean, like, I absolutely enjoy, but at the same time, like, it it seems like win. it seems like <laughs> no. I mean, like, we are winning. We're not a bad team. Oh, definitely not. And we're not a bad team in any sport that we play. Nope. Ah, wait. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, nope. And then you said it. We're like, we both were like, oh, football. Mm-hmm. Well, uh, we're not, okay. we're we've not had, a bad we've team had in football. Good we've had better seasons we've had than better we've had. Seasons. But we're not a bad team. I didn't okay, sure. I think that was I think that was the, the big overall overall message of last semester on this podcast. We're not bad, we just don't play well. But but what not in turn make you never mind. Okay. No, because you, you can be talented. We but can't not go play back well. to football. We're we leaving it behind. Don't make me do this, please. <laughs> We're not going back to football. We it will not. You will die the on this past. hill by yourself. I, yes. And, and when I come back, I will die on this hill. And next next semester, when Jenna comes back, special guest Jenna. Uh-huh. Yes, when I come back, <laughs> she'll she will reassume the the position by the computer. As, yes, because as de facto <laughs> leader. And I will be like, once again, TU has proven that they ha- suck. <laughs> or I might, co- or maybe maybe I'm the bad luck charm, and I get off campus, and suddenly we have like a 16-year winning streak. Who knows? You never know. We never know. Uh, you never know. Okay. It could be anything. Is All right. Anything Segway. else sports-related we need to talk about? Uh, uh, we were going to hit the Super Bowl before okay. we hit, run out of time. All right. Before we hit the Super Bowl, 
softball season is Ooh. coming up. Ooh. Oh, softball season. That's a that's this the sport is, we're growing. This is the closest to this is the closest to baseball that we're getting. Oh man. And and it's T related and oh that man. Three month break of baseball is way too long for Harry. <laughs> <laughs> I'm I'm chomping at the bit, guys. I understand. If you go on Instagram, oh actually they're not on their Instagram. I don't think they I don't think anybody ever really uses their Instagram. Oh yeah, they did. They all went paintballing last week. Interesting. Oh that yes. is um, so so that's I've, dope. I yes. so my neighbors are on the football team and they know some of the softball players and I've been talking to some of the softball players mm-hmm. and they told us about like the paintballing experience that they had. It was kind of like a team building bonding type moment yes. before the season Aww. started. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I I wish that I could go paintballing with the team, There's, but you know it's yeah. fine. So it's I whatever. follow one of the softball players on Instagram, and so yesterday was like their picture day like so they went and took all their pictures for the season and they're all like super cute and they are just i love them so much and they all made a tiktok together and it's great and i will show you guys after the break (laughs) but football football okay so football we have very close team and a team that was close to harry's hometown we got kansas city we have uh, the 49ers so i mean just kind of to I mean, do you want to take this? Or should I mean, we could just all kind of segue on it. I'm all right, cool. sure. Uh, I'm sad the Packers lost. That's my segue. <laughs> that was terrible. That was that, that was, was frightening. That I thought the Packers sh- had it. We all did. What the heck happened? <laughs> I wanted the Titans to win. Of course you did. I I see. I liked. I just started cheering for Kansas City just because I'm like, hey, they're closest. And I don't got. I don't got a dog in this fight. I mean, I, I mean, like, <laughs> I I didn't have a dog in the fight either. So I was like, you know, whatever team wins this. Just beat the 49ers, please. You like the 49ers? I don't know. Really? I'm a Rams fan. Oh, yeah, you are. <laughs> 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 that's, that's, that's its own I'll, I'll go for Kansas City because one of my closest friends is a massive Kansas City fan. Um, and, you know, they're close by, <laughs> so why not? And I think with such a stacked team Kansas City has, especially with Mahomes, they deserve a Super Bowl. Exactly. They and, are so good. And and just the way that, the way that Patrick Mahomes functions on that team – uh, the way that the offense is built around him, I got into an argument with one of my friends about this because he's like, Pat, he's like Lamar Jackson's better than Patrick Mahomes, and Lamar Jackson. They're different types of quarterbacks. He said Lamar Jackson could go into Kansas City and run that offense. They're different and types I of said, quarterbacks. Absolutely not. They may like Lamar Jackson may be better than Patrick Mahomes in some aspects, mm-hmm. but I believe overall. Patrick I, Mahomes in Kansas City is just one of the that's best. That's where he needs to be. Exactly. And it's, it's like not, Tom Brady, New England. Exactly. It's that. not even that Patrick Mahomes is the most talented quarterback overall. It's that Patrick Mahomes in this offense in Kansas City. They built is, that team around him. Exactly. Yeah. That's the point. Because it's all it's all about Patrick Mahomes' ability to make plays. It's, it's like, like when they put Rodgers in Green Bay and let go of Favre. They yeah. built everything around Rodgers. Right. Yeah, exactly. And – um. And that, that's a it's good not that I offense. don't like Jimmy G. I think he's fantastic. I think they're two of the quarterbacks that uh, entered in the new era of football. Yes. Because we're seeing Tom Brady go away. We're seeing Drew Brees go away. Peyton Manning's gone. Eli Manning is announcing his retirement on Monday. Lit. Yeah. That so, was a, that, I mean, that's kind of a tragic, that's kind of a tragic story, though. Well, he's got a Super Bowl. But yeah, but like the way his career kind of it spiraled out of control. You get, you get old. I mean, look at Adrian Peterson, and he's still there. <laughs> he's okay. still the he's the Carmelo Anthony of football. Getting back on track, guys. Um, so looking at that game that we will not mention. 
Um, I'm disappointed that we did not score. And by we, I mean the Packers did not score until the third quarter. It was rough. Um, So I was already on my toes about maybe they can pull it around. And then third quarter when they were like, that one touchdown, and I was like, oh, maybe. It's Rodgers. You never may, Maybe. Really never knew. The apprentice of well, the gunslinger. Um, and I will always say, maybe if Clay Matthews was still on the team, maybe we would have won one other one. That, I feel like that's a fact, honestly. Who you're knows? not You're not wrong. Because like um, my Lord and Savior, not, not Clay Matthews, it's not my Lord and Savior, but my Lord and Savior put him on this team for a reason. And um, y'all decided now, to take him off. Now he's, now, he's on, now he's on the Rams. Screwed him. And yeah, the they Rams screwed, they screwed are him like over. I mean, like as a Rams fan, I'm like, I'm not complaining, but I just, I'm not a I, fan with Detroit. But y'all don't know what to do with the, him. The, That's the thing. The, our, and now okay, he's defense, on the Rams defense, and he cannot flourish. Our defense has so much talent, but the, they were all getting in each other's way throughout the entire what, season. The, like Rams said, nine and seven. you put something. Look at we're all angry. That's why they went nine and seven. I'm honestly really upset about it. The Rams have a good GM. Just kind of. Eh, coaching. Thank they can't you. You put, you put don't talk about that. You li- don't talk like that about so my Sean McVay, please. Okay, well, your Sean McVay needs to do some work. My Sean McVay needs to win us a, a freaking Super Bowl. <laughs> I mean, there's, there's like, but like you said, there's so much talent on their team, and they didn't know what to do with exactly. it. Exactly. So you can't take someone. Hi, welcome li- to Detroit. Just <laughs> <laughs> there, just, I'm just hold on. I, I have to go back. The NFC North had the series of bad trades. I saw, I saw Green a meme. Bay I saw, saw a meme about Detroit. It was like, uh, well, I saw a meme. It was about uh, the Saints because it was the day after the Saints lost to the Vikings. Yeah, it was like uh, the Saints and losing uh, and losing big playoff games. Name a more iconic duo. And then there was a comment Aww. underneath it. It was like Detroit and snatching defeat from the jaws of victory. <laughs> Clay Matthews has a picture with Snoop Dogg, and I think I might cry. This is so cute. Everybody else like uh, Clay Matthews feature in Pitch Perfect too. Yes, I don't know did. why I'm thinking about this. But like oh wait, the, but the, the the Packers were in Pitch Perfect too, right? Yeah, so, yeah, he was yeah. one. Of, he was the was, front man. He's and he was the one who sang. So anyway, not important. But Clay Matthews. When you look he at like like I like I'm like I was saying, there's so much talent on the Rams. There you really ha- is. when you have. Clay Matthews, who when he and his father tie for most sacks in like the <laughs> NFL with 153, like generationally, yes. like like they both have 153 sacks. Like they're not the yep. highest. I think Howie Long and Chris Long are like they have the most. But he'll get it. But like he will get it. But he'll you're sitting here. You're sitting here with with a with a Clay Matthews who's like. Who's, who's peaked already, but yeah. by no means is bad. And, it, and, and then as we of also like have 17 we have, weeks ago, he we did have, 157 sacks. Yeah. So, like, what are you doing? Like, and I don't we understand. Have, we, have, we have Aaron Donald. Uh, we have, I, I never know how to say his name, but it's like D- D- Dakota Sue or something like that. Y'all know who I'm talking Nindama about. Nindamakan right? Sue? Yeah. He used oh, to he's be, at the he Rams used, now? Yeah, he used to oh. be on the. He, used he to was be on Detroit, the Lions. Miami. I think yeah. he was doing Miami. So, uh, then we also have Jalen Ramsey. Jalen Ramsey is They were thinking about trading him. Aren't they good? They like uh, Detroit is going to pick him up for a minute, and then he asked for too much. We're like, I'm nah. I'm mad at Jalen Ramsey. Also, he's, he's I do ego. not like the golden blue. I love I love right. the golden. I'm blue. sorry that you do, but I well, we, we, actually, we, like, we, we got to get back to the team. I prefer the blue guys. and gold. <laughs> we all we we will. We will. Get, let me anyway. Let, but, <laughs> but anyway, so going from that game to the other game that happened, the Titans versus Kansas City came back again. 
They did it again. Mahomes is. I did. I did enjoy watching but, that game. Okay. Did anybody get a little scared for the Patrick Mahomes team when they saw? Okay, they had the comeback win, and then you see Green Bay over there get obliterated, and you're like, oh. Yeah. <laughs> like, I was sad. I, like, I honestly like. I I want. I feel like Kansas City. I want them to pull it off so bad because I feel like they deserve it this year. I feel like San Francisco doesn't quite deserve it yet. I don't, I don't feel like it's not that San Francisco doesn't deserve it. Fair. I just feel like that the Chiefs have really they, started from the bottom. Exactly. They've really put, they've really grinded, they really put in all this effort, all this energy to reshape an entire they offense. Wiped to have a board. few bad seasons, to get so close yet so far last season, to <sighs> lose to the Patriots yes. in the AFC Championship because of a blown call. They have and then they get here. Up. Then they get here. The first, they're first in the AFC West. They get the bye week. They they truly beat up on the Houston Texans. I'm sorry, Jenna. I don't care. And then it they true and then they beat up on the Titans. The Titans who were the the dark horse throughout. They were the dark horse. They were and they impressive. really just silenced everyone. And you they're shut like, down Derrick Henry. Like, they're like, we deserve to be here. We are more physical than the Titans and Derrick Henry. Freaking we can Derek stop Derrick Henry, Henry, man. And it doesn't matter how physical your that defense is, is because monster. we can stop him. So we can stop them. And then just to get there, and I feel like I feel like the 49ers are going to win. I, that I makes feel like me really upset. The I big honest... difference, though, the 49ers had their starting running back out last game. Now, the backup was still good. Moisit or something like that. But Coleman, he's injured. He's out. So that might be a difference in the game. I mean, I definitely feel like that over these next couple weeks, it's going to, you know, over these next couple weeks, the 49ers are going to take their opportunity. They're going to get healthy. And it's going to be a much more competitive game oh, than it's going to be a good game. It's going to be a high scoring game, unlike last year's Super Bowl. You think Bowl. it'll be high scoring? Are you kidding me? You think it'll be high scoring? Are you serious? Yes, I'm both of them have great defenses. Right, but you're, you think you're going to stop Patrick Mahomes? You, the 49ers defense is very good, and so is the Kansas City defense. I mean, the Titans defense was also very good. I'm not saying the score goes past 40. I'm keeping it below oh, well, 35. Oh, no, I don't think I don't think it's going to be like 55 okay. to like 53. I think it's going to be like you know. 27 to 24. It's going to be close and it's going to be higher scoring. Um, uh, my it's pers- not going to be 3 to 3 or not going to be 10 to 3 or thir- whatever the score last year was. My uh, official three. prediction for the Super Bowl this year is I say it's going to be won by a field goal either in overtime or in the final final seconds. I have 31 27 uh 49ers. Really? I have 31 28 Casey. I think they're going to You think ha- Kansas City's going to I think Hauschka is going to win it in overtime or the final. Hauschka Hauschka's a good kicker. He, he's a good kicker. So that's why I think it will come down to him. A 49ers kicker is he's there. I, I think that I think that the 49ers make a really big stop at the end. I could see I it. think it's 31-27, and Patrick Mahomes gets eager and, or gets gets greedy and takes a shot downfield. The, the bad thing is I just can't see either of these teams falling. I can't I, see yeah, them losing. I can't, I, and no one's going to – I don't think it's going to be I, I think it will be the all. opposite. I think San Francisco will get the lead. And Casey will come back. How, how they have the entire? You think playoffs. Casey's gonna come back? I think they'll have another. Well, I mean, I th- that's win. what I thought. That's what I thought was going to happen against the Titans. Was what did happen? Like they, like the Titans came out. Mm-hmm. They were pretty good with like a seventeen in the, the first seventeen points in the first half, and he was just and like while it didn't translate over because like by the second quarter, the Kansas City had scored fourteen points. Mm-hmm. It was still like oh so. It's going to be at least evenly matched. And then no one scored in the third quarter at all. And Kansas City came back with 14 points in the fourth quarter and took the game. So it's one of those things of, like, you don't know until you know. And I'm not going to make any predictions. Actually, no, I might make a prediction. Do you want to make a prediction for this um, one? Yeah, because I don't really have a dog in this fight for either. I don't think any of us do, so, so it's, it's free. 
yeah i feel like i don't know if it's because i want them to be like these underdogs and i want them to win mm, or is it because i'm season. just mad at california because the rams <laughs> suck Hi. um but i think i'm gonna give it to casey just says I know so many people who are so excited about Casey winning, and I just want for them to have that. See, that's a big deal because, like, I, you guys go back home. I live here. If I rooted for San Francisco, I might not be here next semester. <laughs> <laughs> if I rooted for San Francisco, uh, there's a number of people probably in this building that might kill me. <laughs> um, well, I definitely think that my I, I i would assume that my friends from los angeles are rooting for the 49ers just cuz they're close just cuz right? just cuz it's close it, and it's like you know californians when it comes to when it comes to just sports ball teams oh, yes. they unite yes the sports ball teams i also don't think um the 49ers deserve it so i i, I agree i and agree I, entirely and, and i think I, and need to mine is solely a political reason because of the whole Colin Kaepernick thing i don't think mm-hmm. you deserve it because not only did you take him off the team he's proven time and time again that he could have made you guys one of the best teams in the NFL. He led into a and Super Bowl. Yeah, he like, and then he sat on the bench for like three years. It's yes, like, God, what, 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 what? He had like <laughs> he could have made you guys the one of the best teams in the NFL, and you decided to punish him for having an opinion, um, which also set was also set down a chain reaction throughout. All of the NFL. It's divided. Um, all of sports. It divided. Well, it's all of sports, yes. But like the NFL was, I think, the most polarizing of all of them, even though it like it affected all of the sports. But you like, but they sat here and they had the opportunity to make this, like, just to like just to like to set a precedent that yes, it might have pissed off some fans, but at the end of the day, your fans really aren't leaving you over something as stupid as this, because like. Like you're they a fan, said, you're a fan. if you're a yeah. fan, you're a fan. Like even with the Nike stuff, if y'all burn your shoes today, the moment you drop a new pair of Air Forces, you're still going out there and getting them. Like I don't like some of like you might have a a two percent who's going to actually commit, commit. And while that two percent like in number can be pretty great, it's not going to overall affect like your sales. Exactly. So yeah. and I definitely think that if if the NFL was like decent in any way, they aren't. I think well, that's also, the point. Like the NCAA is I, also trash. Well, I think that came down reason. to the fact that like NFL teams have gotten very scared of being controversial. Exactly. And so they're like, yeah, we don't want that because but, because the NFL is trying to they're trying to globalize. They're they're having they're, they're having games played. They're they're tra- I don't know if they're, they're playing. They're very they're scared playing of games labeling in themselves. London. They're yeah. playing games. I think they played a game in Australia. Yeah, they're trying but to they're branch trying out. To branch out, which and is when you have an opinion, you can't branch out as effectively because when it affects a global market. Well, it really—I think they're really trying to advertise to China because who isn't? Well, yeah, they're trying to expand their reach. They're trying to put teams in different places, but it's not going to happen the way they want it to happen because there are cause, because the sport they have to compete with everywhere. Soccer, soccer, like you you're not beating, you're not, soccer. You're not, you're not because beating. soccer. I mean, like I don't really agree with FIFA, but soccer is a better sport. It, than it's just—it's a—it's a better sport, but also it's been around for longer. centuries, like. Like you, centuries, you, millennia, even like it's the, it's football the top has of the been pyramid. around for like what one, for like one good century maybe. A little over, but almost two. Yeah, almost two. They're but they're still trying to figure out the rules of football. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, and the football rules they change just like every other and like. Rule there's so changes. many health consequences to football that a lot yes. of people boycott it, and it might go, it might I mean, fall out in fifty years. I, yes. I might know. be biased, but I think that the once the only sport that I can see. That is in a position. Actually, there are two sports, but the but the ma- the sport that I see taking a globalized uh, approach and actually succeeding 
like soccer is baseball. Oh, okay. Because baseball, like I said yeah, basketball. Sure. I would have well, said basketball. I think it's well, basketball. I think already it's kind of. Done I think that. it's it's the well, they still have more markets to expand to. They but, they've hit uh, some of Europe and some yeah, of Asia. That's I know. It. I I do know that like the controversy that happened with Beijing, not Beijing, with Hong, Hong Kong, Kong. This yeah. uh, this season has like put a damper on some things. But at the end of the day, that's not going to hurt them as much as as like they think it's going to hurt them or that it did hurt them because no one's talked about it really since Hong Kong might be happy with you. China might still be angry, but at the end of the day, money speaks over these things. Yeah. And and why I don't put profit over people like this is a thing that's going to happen. So they're going to put profits over the little hurt. They're a corporation before. Yeah. Anything else. So it's like, just like the same way with the NFL uh, teams are scared of labeling themselves politically to ruin sales. But they do. And that's the thing is they don't want to label themselves politically, but they they do. But they they take the side that they think will Will make them the most, will make them the most money, which is usually the side that like, don't say anything, (laughs) which is saying something. Well, I mean, sometimes not saying anything is good, but sometimes like in the Colin Kaepernick situation, the not saying anything aligned you guys with the people that you probably didn't want to align yourselves with, but at the same time, it's all rich white guys with money, so they all kind of want to align with themselves. But we're going to get off this tangent before I get upset and my blood pressure raises. Any more thought or thoughts on the Super Bowl? I think we all gave our predictions. I think that's that's a wrap, honestly, for the Super Bowl. We'll yeah. just see how it goes. Hopefully Mahomes can get one. and you know. Yeah. I mean, we'll definitely give you coverage. Next episode. Yeah, we'll we'll definitely figure out. Not next episode. Well, not the next episode, but two episodes from now. The Super Bowl is in two weeks. Yep, because you never know what's going to actually come up. And then we can start talking about draft because I'm interested in that. We all (laughs) can do that. I am too. I don't care. Has the Heisman Trophy thing happened yet? Oh, Joe Burrow won that. Okay, cool. I don't. Heisman curse didn't work. The Heisman curse didn't work because Joe Burrow. Because it only works on Oklahoma. (laughs) (laughs) What's the Heisman curse? Basically, if you get the Heisman, you don't get a championship. You get your butt kicked. Right yeah. after, and it only really happens with Oklahoma. Well, Oklahoma did get their butt kicked after Joe Burrow won the. So Heisman. maybe they should get their butt kicked. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, maybe maybe it's just it. Oklahoma loses after someone wins the Heisman. <laughs> Basically, but <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah, and speaking of which, uh, on this last college football note, Chuba Hubbard came out uh, for Oklahoma State and said next season he's like, we'll get the national championship. That's hilarious. I don't. I okay. That's funny. I will give them a top ten next year. You think OSU is going to be in the top ten? Looking at how young their team was and some of the talent that got injured, yeah, they almost lost to us. Yeah, they did. Girl, but they but had a team look, almost. Okay, everybody that was fresh. Back, everybody had wiped had, had just wiped that the morning back that dew smoked out of their us eyes and smoked everybody but, else's season. But he really didn't. Yes, he did. He led the nation in rushing yards. No, he didn't really smoke us. Is what I'm saying. The first play out of the gate was an 80-yard touchdown. <laughs> but besides that, he like, had 300 we, yards. I'm sorry, go back an, and listen to the 80, episode. You, sorry, if you had an 80-yard touchdown in the first quarter within the first, that was the 15 first 15 minutes, it was the first play of the game. Right. Yeah. So I don't care what you have to say, <laughs> Harry. Devin's right. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and then, go go back and listen to our episode about it. We both said we're exactly. Like, besides that one 80-yard play, they didn't really smoke us. We kind of stopped him, which I thought was like hilarious and then they have spencer sanders and then they have taylor lawrence and then they have stoner still and then their entire offensive line is coming back plus they just received big trade deal transfers since the transfer portal is now a thing they have transfers coming from alabama they have transfers coming from lsu and baylor were the biggest ones so 
Oh, she was looking a little scary. Mm, Bayla's been a bit quiet, but since then they had again, their scandal, which I think is when you only <laughs> play yourself in the off season, <laughs> you think you're the best. So yeah, we'll, well, I'll, I'll give you a shot at the top ten, Chuba, but I, 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 I don't so, know. If, so as far as know. Oklahoma State's ranking, are you thinking top twenty five, top fifteen, top ten? I'm saying I'm saying five, get, I'm saying Natty, they get dead ten. Ten. I'm saying they get. I'm dead gonna 10. say sixteen. I think they'll beat Oklahoma next year. Uh, although Oklahoma's new upcoming quarterback is scary, I don't see what other weapons they have. I've been keeping a watch on. Is Hollywood still on Oklahoma? I don't know. They they have that one really upcoming. Oh, I can TV. look it up from right here. We'll look, have it on Twitter. I don't know, but uh, I know they just had a really good quarterback. And of course, if a OU fan was here, they'd be screaming at me saying, "We have this and this and this." They'd be like, "Well, they haven't done." Crap. Hollywood or Holloway. Oh, Maybe uh, no, Spencer. Holloway. The one I'm talking about is Spencer Rattler. Um, the man throws freaking scary darts. Oh, hold on, I'm oh, lying. Damn. It's not Holloway. Watch him. Yeah. All right. So, like, if you follow my Twitter at Devin Lyon, uh, you can just see this oh, shared a uh, Spencer Rattler. The scary thing about this man is his insane precision, and he's coming into them as a freshman. So oh, of he course, is, yeah. He uh, looks very. Go follow. Go follow his Twitter. By the way, plug your Twitter. Uh, Devin Lyon. It's just D E V Y N L Y O N. Wise with the eyes. He's just. I that that it's it a looks, dart. Yeah, it, it's a dart. It really is. Um. So there's so much precision and accuracy. And I understand redshirt like him it, and then let him play. Who are they gonna play next year? I don't know. They they need to get a, they need to get an off season. Why would you redshirt him though? Because he's a freshman, you want to keep him full. You want to keep him the full five. You want to keep that type of person because they're he's probably means he's probably going to go into the draft junior year if he's that good. So that means you want to get him as long as you can at his best potential. Fair enough. So, I but think, we should probably wrap it up. I think that's a good place to end it. Yeah. So good luck football will be next season. But uh, either way, I miss football. We have already. a wrap. We'll see McGregor soon. Hopefully, the men and women will keep winning. And hopefully softball next, will get a good start. Hopefully next week will be just as fun as this week. Oh yeah, I mean, but like, but at the same time, it's like with softball. When have they lost? They they softball, don't. They really softball's don't been really <laughs> they don't good. Lose here. And the softball here is. Good. I'm I'm really excited. I'm really looking forward. Most to... Most of the softball girls I see in the boxing gym down the road. They yeah. are a bunch most of, of badasses. Most of I mean, like I'm really looking forward to going to softball games, watching softball, watching us compete. So good luck to the start of your season, softball good girls. Good luck. We're can't all waiting. W- can't wait for it to be warm enough to do that because I'm not going out until it's warm enough to do that. All right, let's get the. Tools. I'm just. I'm gonna go. I just. I'm gonna. I'll probably go to one. I I'm gonna embrace gone it. to one yet. So we can take a ball talk. Ball talk field trip to a softball game absolutely on jenna by the on way this jenna. is on ball t- this is ball talk <laughs> you guys get it free <laughs> this was in, so i know i know <laughs> like, what do you mean like, on okay. me i jenna, have no jenna, money jenna's buying the snacks no anyway okay. this is ball talk ball talk ball talk Against the three-man pressure, has a ball. Oh, 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 oh,